How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? Yeah. Indeed. I always try and think of an answer, and it's and it's rarely there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's tough. I think the only thing that's um, uh, almost as common as us our exchange and trying to figure out like what to say is the meta analysis of the exchange and try to figure out what to say. We've talked about it on multiple occasions how weird it is to just ask someone how they're doing and expect a response. Why is this night different from all other nights? Because it's Thursday and we record. <laughs> right. It's like, how are you doing? Well, tonight's the night. And it's going to happen again and again. And you're like, huh. Okay. Interesting. Oh, it's Thursday. I do have off tomorrow, though. So oh, dear. I will be progressively vibing. I'm still coming off of like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was so going not... to Oh, good. Sorry, I was just say I'm just not full weekend vibes yet, so that's I'm, I'm a mellow fellow. Yeah, I've been very chill this week. I started off with like difficulty sleeping, and if that kind of hits you like early in the week, now to be fair, I I take responsibility for this because it's usually it's like oh, there's an afternoon, perhaps like Sunday afternoon, I'm gonna drink like an energy drink can, and mm-hmm. as I've discussed. Like I had this cutoff, this 6 p.m. cutoff. And if you drink 400 milligrams of energy drink or 400 milligrams of caffeine, um, it doesn't matter that you finish the whole thing before 6 p.m. That's like a lot of caffeine. Yeah. This literally happened to me, I think, two nights ago. Mm -hmm. I was just finishing off an energy drink. I'm like, oh, I'll just crush before dinner, which was, again, around 6 p.m. And then... I was hanging out playing games I'm like all right guys i'll see you good night got ready for bed did the bedtime ritual mm-hmm. and then i woke up in the middle of the night and i was like huh that's odd like my thoughts right. were kind of racing and i was like okay i'll go like you know where you go and like pee in the dark it was mm-hmm. that vibe and i whispered to alex i'm like hey what time is it and she's like you've only been out for 45 minutes i'm like what the <laughs> fuck because <laughs> it felt like a so much longer yeah I was like, all right, let's just try to go back to sleep again. Round two. Yeah, exact same without uh, Alexa. But like, we'll have, um, we'll tell Google to play like old country night sounds for like six hours or something like that. And then we'll just get six hours of crickets. Oh, my mind jumped to like, get out of here. (laughs) And it's like, um, it's convenient because if you wake up in the middle of the night, you have an immediate no other input necessary tell for how much time has passed at least like you know that you're under six hours you know you should just go back to bed don't bother waking up right um but it was the same situation where i woke up and i was like you know maybe like a few hours have passed and it was like an hour yeah that's the worst like what do you what do you what do you freaking do because like getting up at that point is you're conceding by getting up right like you will be awake you might be able to do something maybe you're groggy but you know in like three hours you're just gonna like crash and be unusable (laughs) for the following day and and i want to be used (laughs) (laughs) um how do you feel about the uh like let's say you're supposed to get up at seven and your body's like six and you're like no (laughs) yeah and then you like go and lay back down. Your eyes are just closed and nothing else. You're like, mother And you try and like scrape as much air quote sleep as possible. Yeah. But then just, like your alarm goes off at seven. You're just like, God damn it. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> it was it's, basically nothing. It's miserable. I think I think everybody would agree that something like that's miserable. It's I also like have that problem where if I if I set my alarm earlier, like if there's a deviation and I mentally know before I go to sleep that there is a deviation and when I should wake up, like I tend to wake up before the alarm anyways. Mm-hmm. And um, not to say I'm like a particularly productive individual in that in that regard. It's just it throws me off enough that my body's just like, yep, get up, get up early. <laughs> Let's go for it. I'm like, I have calculated the amount of sleep that I need to get. And getting up early does not factor into the fact that I went to sleep at like 1.30 a.m. or something yeah, like that, right? Uh-huh. Um, but 
I don't know. The nice thing is uh, when you do get sleep after all of that, um, it doesn't even help because there's like a one day delay before the sleep actually helps you out. So if you like have trouble sleeping one night and then you go through the day and then you get like perfect sleep the next night, you can still be tired the following day because you don't make up sleep in one day. I don't think you can make up sleep at all from my knowledge. Yeah. Well, I mean, like if you just sleep well enough for long enough, then eventually you start to feel it's not like you're perpetually tired if you last sleep at one point is what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. True, true. Um, yeah. But like I've not had like a shitty night of sleep and then had it carry over if I had a good night of sleep the next day. Ah, okay. Usually my days are kind of like whiteboards. Yeah, it'd have to be like a really shitty week for me to be like, <sighs> and actually have it like kind of stack up the shittiness. Yeah, it's gotten to the point where like, if I if I have like a really crappy night's sleep, then getting a good night's sleep the following night isn't enough to make up for it. Like mm-hmm. I'll still be screwed up the following day. Um, I this is a story for another time, but at some point I do want to share a funny like getting up early or going to bed early story mm. that it also involved travel and a bunch of snow. That's fair. We'll cue that up. Remind us to circle back to that audience so we can uh, Jake adjusts his glasses when he said he knows it's not going <laughs> to fucking happen. <laughs> no, I think that's fair. One of those is much easier to do than the other. Like, go to sleep early. Huge mistake. Don't even try. <laughs> Wake up early. Yeah, we can we can we can swing it. We can we can work with this. I could go to bed maybe like an hour earlier. Because mm-hmm. at any point past ten thirty, my body's just like you're just kind of hanging out. I'm like yeah, it's true. So if like you dim the lights low, and it's not like ball sweat hot, I will fall asleep. Right. Because like my brain will shut off, my body will shut off, and we're out. But <laughs> I guess if both of those things are true, you might be in trouble. Like I die <laughs> if I go to sleep too early. I actually just die. <laughs> Brain no functioning whatsoever. Body doesn't even move. <laughs> oh man, just no, retreat no passive into your breathing for the evening. evening yeah. <laughs> I just hold my breath for the proverbial eight hours. Uh-huh. That's why I always wake up I'm like <gasps> <laughs> this again. <laughs> um. No, that's fair. That is fair. I struggle with it. If I try to go to sleep anytime later than like late night, I tend to sleep for a very short period of time and then wake up rejuvenated for, again, three hours (laughs) until I'm I'm out of it. But you know what is wake up rejuvenate? No, wait. You know what is worth waking up for? Hmm. Um, What's that? Uh, friendship friendship and the love and acceptance of those that we care about and just slightly above that video games some of which if i woke up to that i'd be like how did you all fit in my bed (laughs) 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 like move over give me space (laughs) there's a do you remember black dynamite yeah of course okay so great entertaining movie in one of the scenes early enough to kind of like set up the character as being like a super hot badass and how he's good with the ladies. Um, you see him like it's after it's like the morning after he's in bed with some girl mm-hmm. um, and they're kind of talking. He's like, I got to go. She's like, don't go. And he's like, quiet, you'll wake up the other bitches. And then like <laughs> he moves the coverage and there's three other people in his bed. So like that was what my mind jumped to for like, I mean, you can see my bed behind me. I could, yeah, I could fit multiple people there. Mm-hmm. I just think it's funny. It's the reveal of more people are just in the shot, right? Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah, no, that's funny. But anyways, video games. We've video got some games. of those this year. This is New Year. Um, you might not be able to tell because we have the same problems we had previous years. Uh, but some of those problems can mean be neglected. And you can kick the can down the road on them by playing video games in the interim. So we use this as an unhealthy coping mechanism. Kick the can simulator 2022. <laughs> That's looking forward to it. Um, so I kind of looked at a game informers list mm-hmm. and kind of tried to break these out by like a month. 
And then, as I'm sure you saw on the site and the list here, it's like January, February, March, to be announced. And they kind of just, <laughs> a lot of these things do not actually have dates yet. It's just yeah. somewhere in 2022 vaguely. Yeah, I used a slightly different list. I grabbed just um, one off of Wikipedia, but for the most part, it had like the same so the same main entries as what you listed here. I just came back and added added. I was going to say some of my own. I'm not making these games, um, but things I figured might be worth talking about because there's there's a lot. I don't I don't know is kind of like a preview of the preview here. If there's a ton this year that I'm super hyped for, but there's more of like a couple big ones. Um. But we shall see. I'd say there's like three in a year. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there's some, maybe four or five. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I think like, but just three in a year is actually like a really low number for. It is. Things to be hyped for. So I just, I don't get excited. (laughs) I can't (laughs) get excited anymore. I'm going to see a doctor (laughs) about it. Um, (laughs) You get, you get emails. It's like, can't get excited anymore. (laughs) It's like play god of war <laughs> like okay again <laughs> this time on could, pc because it's gonna be on pc so that's so our, this that's actually already started. already happened yeah at time of record uh so we know some people who are checking out god of war on pc mm-hmm. uh, from everything i've heard it's doing great a lot of people yeah. who were waiting for it to not be on playstation can now enjoy the joy of a uh, god of war yeah, it's really um I mean we had an episode on it, obviously go back check that out. But um it's crazy the number of games that are coming to PC that I think like if you went back a couple of years people would be like, "Nah, never. Not in a not in 100 years where God of War literally the console seller for PlayStation end up on PC." He um, was in PlayStation All-Stars. What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, like this was the this is one of the ones, right? Because like people, people liked um what like kill kill switch kill zone kill zone I think kill zone. People liked uh, Gears of War was oh no that's Xbox Xbox what is PlayStation Definitely Xbox? It had like Final Fantasy again also coming out on PC. Final Fantasy had Jesus not Final Fantasy PlayStation Two or PlayStation era stuff had a lot of racing games fighting games. Because it had the dual dual analogs in places that made sense, right? Um, not as much in the way of shooters, where I think the Xbox controller is more suited for, for mm-hmm. whatever reason, the staggered analog sticks. Um, but yeah, Killzone still did pretty well. It also had a lot of platformers like Sly Cooper. That's true. There, it <laughs> and was no a- others in that list, All right? Like, if you were to limit it to like the AAA games, I think there's not. There wasn't like a ton where it was just like, absolutely, this is PlayStation's jam. Although, I mean, obviously, like we own PlayStations. We don't own modern Xboxes. I guess I don't own a modern PlayStation either anymore. Thanks, Five. Um, but like just the same. God of War was, you know, it was their thing. So the fact that it's coming to PC now and like a lot of these titles you'll actually see are things coming over to PC from like Xbox or PlayStation categories. Xbox is less surprising because they literally also own Windows, so not a surprise, but yeah, it's like PlayStation surprises me. Yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn was the other one that came over within like the last year or so that I was kind of surprised by. Yeah. But I would like them to do that for more things because I I'm not gonna keep getting a console every single generation. It'll be here and there as it comes up. If there's enough games on a given console. Right. So if I can just like wait a year to play it, hell yeah. Even like Monster Hunter Rise, I was never going to get on the Switch. Now mm-hmm. that it's on PC, I'm more likely to. Right. Yeah, I think that's fair. Which is also coming out, or has come out at this point. Um, and the other one you had here is Pokemon Legends Arceus, which I will always pronounce as Arceus. But who cares who's right? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I just call it uh, Arceus, and it's going to be shit. That's my my hot take on it. I mean, I don't have an... Att- like, I get that a lot of people love Pokemon, but my parents didn't let me play them because they thought they were demonic. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't have a particularly strong attachment to the series. 
And like people were talking about it in Discord earlier and I thought went through my brain. I was like, if I was a terrible person or a jerk, I would probably say this out loud, but it's like Pokemon is basically the call of duty of Nintendo. Like they release the same game with barely any changes. They add a couple, they add goth Lita as a Pokemon. And like, they're like, here you go. You love us. You love this stuff. (laughs) And people buy it like a crazy amount. Like, I don't think it's going to do poor in sales. I just mean as far as like a, a game design thing, everything I've seen and like we've talked about this is like, hey, these are kind of like red flags in games. Yeah. Everything that they've had, it's like, hey, here's me and a Pokemon fighting another Pokemon in the wild. And uh-huh. then the wild part of it is vapid as fuck. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing there except for like some hills. I'm like, mm, where's the the drive for an open world game? I don't know. It Right. It just seems very content dry. But yeah, again, if somebody said that to me in conversation, like, oh, hey, I was uh, checking out Arceus. It looks pretty good. Or Arceus looks pretty good. I'd be like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Because I'm not trying to, like, shit on their day. Yeah, yeah. But if they ask me, like, hey, what do you think about this? I would answer honestly. (laughs) Which is different from, like, isn't this cool? Yeah. I I think a a big part of it is, like, it's not that, and I could be wrong. I could be wrong. And as in most things, it could be like, I don't think Pokemon is inherently a good game series. I think that there's just a lot of nostalgia attached to it. And like Game Freak has the key to that nostalgia. Like they can tap it by releasing a new game for five mana or whatever, five nostalgia. And everybody will be like for a time they'll return to being children and have a lot of fun with it. And I mean, that that's awesome. Do you know how shit of a game Pokemon Go is? Real talk? It's yeah. not good, but no. it touches enough of that Pokemon space and it was a thing, like a simple and easy enough to do on your phone. Boom. Yeah. I think they I mean, like keep doing stuff like that, honestly. And that wasn't even Game Freak, right? Like that was just Niantic or whatever. True. Like, but I mean, it's the Pokemon IP being used there. Exactly. Well, people got excited about it the same way that people got excited about like any Pokemon game that comes out. Because mm-hmm. again, they're tapping that nostalgia. They're not inspiring you by making an awesome game. It's just Pokemon. So, you know, it's good for those people at least. Yeah. But if you have fun with it, then, you know, by all means, continue to have fun with it. I just think that it's the same. There's not a huge difference between the people who play and enjoy Call of Duty every year or twice a year and like the same people who play Pokemon. It's just different genres. They're tapping different spaces, you know. I like how in that thing we always refer to Call of Duty, but we never talk about NBA 2K. We never talk about NBA. I'm scared of people who play sports (laughs) games, Dave. but yeah, those are the two. And I, we, I skipped right past Monster Hunter Rise on PC. Potential pickup. I mean, I, I do enjoy the Monster Hunter games. I just haven't played a whole lot recently. I, I didn't finish Iceborne. Um, I don't have the patience to grind it. Yeah. Like, it would need to be a good bit for me to go back to it again. But I mean, I did like uh, World and Iceborne enough. Now it's fun to play with people. Yeah, I did it on two fucking systems. Um, yeah, world in particular, it's yeah. crazy. Um, I got my time in though, and like the another thing on this list. So going to February for a second, there's many things listed here. One of them frothing at the mouth. One of them seems to be uh, massively bolded, a massive file, like a, it's a massive <laughs> font. It's italics and underlined, and I'm sure we'll get to that one. But you also have a Horizon Forbidden West, your um, friend of the show and guest favored guest ian um i know is also very excited to play but like comparing this to monster hunter like hot take that like my friends will kill me for like horizon is a better monster hunter game than monster hunter if you're going for a single player experience yes it's so much more playable um it's so much less grindy which is hilarious because it's a grindy leveling open world game but and like it's very different. I get that. But as far as the fun and action of hunting something, it's actually better. Yeah, there's a lot more convenient things you can do that facilitates in Horizon versus like needing to craft everything ahead of time, 
bring it out on a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess endemic life's not going to be as much of an issue with like kicking frogs and other things. I don't yeah. know. There's just Monster Hunter as a game has so much more prep work ahead of time and things can be slow as far as like using items and other stuff. It's not as convenient as you're going through a single player open world game and right. you can mm-hmm. fight monsters along the way. Yeah. I think it's more action oriented, which is nice. Monster Hunter spends a lot of time in the prep and the RPG sort of aspects and like they literally give you a item like spinner to like switch between your equipped things yep. like or you could equip them to the radial menu which is the right way to do it and then horizon's just like yeah radial menu because why would you use a different way to access your gear right like why would you make it purposefully bad and they're like hey uh two triggers in the d-pad i'm like boom done yeah yeah crafting arrows in the slow mode to then uh aim and shoot them again that's a good one i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to forbidden west unfortunately although horizon zero dawn has come out on pc um, they are obviously delaying the release here, so it's going to be PlayStation first. The For knowledge that it's likely going to come to PC sort of kind of maybe makes me... I don't know if I'm going to get it immediately. I might consider... I'd rather wait time. to play it on PC just because I want more reasons to not have the PS4 anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Not getting PS5 anytime soon, but also for like when it's being released... I'm not going to play it immediately. So I'd almost right. rather wait like a whole year when it's out of everybody's system. I can play it fresh. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, it seems reasonable. Because uh, something coming out in February, <laughs> Dying Light 2. Dying Light 2, which, I mean, did we have an episode on Dying Light 1? I think we did. I know yes. we played it. Yeah. The only reason I remember that, I was listening to a song earlier called uh, Face Kicking Song Part 2 by mm. Kabuto the Python. And I remember this because I used an edit for it in this. Because we were gotcha. talking about doing drop kicks on zombies. Huh. Yeah. We um, also had the Liu Kang bicycle kick. It's fine. I remember the episode. But it's probably going to be a good game. I don't I don't know why I would pick this up the first day. I'll probably wait till it's on sale and then buy myself a copy, buy a friend a copy and like play through it. Doesn't seem like a must play for me. If you, but it was if you had to pick a friend, theoretically. Right. Uh, yeah. So So anyways, Ian's gonna be seeing a copy of the game. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> no, but um if we need the content, if we need the content, then I guess we could pick it up and play through. I didn't I I think we both enjoyed Dying Light One. It had its issues, but um it was fun, action y zombie combat. It's just there's it's zombie parkour. And that yeah. part, great. Everything else was shit. Like they tried to like force in a story, make mm-hmm. it action. They tried to make you give a shit, and you were just there to kill zombies. Yeah, which is but, oftentimes the problem in multiplayer games. Yes, <laughs> it's like you're sitting there. You know, I was trying to think of what would be a great setup. I'm trying to think of a non-zombie co-op game now, and my brain just literally vaporized. It's only zombies. <laughs> it's only zombies. You're playing like it's ta- it takes two and you're like, okay, like parkour parkour is a little bit weak. I haven't killed that many zombies yet. Not the best game. That's the joke. Took me a while to get there. Um, but yeah, probably wait on that one. You put Lost Ark also on this list. I have no idea what that is. I think Lost Ark is going to be some ARPG or MMO. It was an isometric RPG-ish thing. Mm-hmm. So I think I pre-ordered it somewhere between 20 and 30 bucks. It just looks interesting, and I want to be surprised by it. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my vague interest. And then the other one, eventually, when it's fully released and on sale, will be uh, Last Epoch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think you played a little bit of. I enjoyed it. Um, although, after I played through it and like got through the uh the current release content i was like i could also just wait till this is done <laughs> like there's not that's the problem with early access particularly if it's something where it's like people are still adding because this is an arpg right like people mm-hmm. are still adding classes people are still adding content like coming in early and being like this is an enjoyable experience that will be cut short because i know that the game's not done 
is like we've talked about it not ideal yeah i can't imagine anybody who would do that Mm -hmm. fucking idiots (laughs) um I, I actually added one here. I know that we're basically done with February, but like um, Total War Warhammer 3 mm-hmm. also coming out. Uh, I don't have a day on this. Depending on the day, this could be impacted by other things. Um, it's basically never necessary to pick up Total War on release, but I've been posting like periodically little clips and things like that to Discord. I'm like, hey, you can play as the demons. You can play as uh, Chaos, Chaos Undivided. Um, it could be like a custom custom demon lord. Pick your head and arms and wings and all that stuff, and you get stat attributes for it. And I don't know. That's just a bunch of cool stuff there. Um, but these games are always built off of the previous games, <laughs> and there will be a point where it's like, okay, now it's compatible with everything from Total War One and Two, and the game probably shouldn't be picked up until they actually flip the switches on those. So, are you saying as far as like? using other classes or missions or yeah like they have so they're like notorious for it for it and they've only released like the two games in total war warhammer but like when two came out it supported dlc from one and that was the only way to get you know some of those races is literally to own game one Uh. and the dlc from game one but then you just have it in game two but that has led to this weird pyramid type structure where like if you just pick up game three, there's going to be all of these other content packs from the previous games that you literally need to own the previous games in order to have. So you need to wait until it's like, hey, total Warhammer pack on sale, 75 yes. percent off. That's and then what you I buy did. everything at once. Yeah, pretty much what I did. Um, I really think what they should do is be like, hey. And here, like, if you already have it, you already have the old games. Awesome. Otherwise, here's the money you can spend to just get it in the latest engine. And you don't have to worry about buying old games that you're never going to play. <laughs> but I don't know. It's weird. I mean, it'd be really cool if you could just kind of get that as like a standalone. Hey, I want to get this specific race in three. Mm-hmm. But you'd also have it for two and one. Maybe yeah. just like shit your assets in one and two. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird the way they have it set up, but if you really want like all of the races at play and like there's an extra campaign map, like literally a full campaign mode that is just present if you own like the first game and they really just want people to buy all of it. So it's like, ah, I don't know. It's weird. Not the best distribution strategy. Well, I'm, I don't think it's going to impact them too much because like the average person doesn't care about all of the races. It's true. Oh, I'm just, okay. They stared at the camera for that. I think that was a racist joke. Um, but like some of them, are, some of them are big. Like you want to play like Skaven or like Vampire Coast in three. You're probably going to need the DLC from two. Those Skaven are really cool races. popularized from Vermintide. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yes. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, I didn't know what it was beforehand because I don't follow Warhammer really at all. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed the Left 4 Dead series. So they're like, hey fighting rats i'm like yeah that sounds cool yeah but then i realized oh that's skaven which is from this universe yeah based off x y and z you'll have to tune, you guys will have to tune in next time for the warhammer episode where we just talk about the lore for an hour but basically the end times are literally there's a bunch of rats and like the world cannot sustain them they will literally eat everything and then starve that's your apocalypse <laughs> This is fantasy, <laughs> you know. So. Rats are hungry. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, and they have more technology than they should. Elden Ring is also on this list. So anyway, in March, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so as we were saying, uh, Horizon Forbidden West comes out February eighteenth, and then mm-hmm. Elden Ring just a week after February twenty fifth. So there's no way I could play and beat horizon forbidden west in a week and then be like okay i'm now ready to switch gears for elden ring i'd rather just have february be anticipation and then i just go balls to the wall in elden ring yeah 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 it's basically true like destiny is supposed to have an expansion this month we're gonna have to skip that Oh, all um, Destiny expansions have been skipped since I don't play the game anymore. <laughs> that's, that, that's the joke. Um, 
but yeah, there's this combined with like the games I'm already playing, you know, week by week. Do I really need to pick up something else knowing that uh, the higher, the bigger font bolded, underlined italics Elden Ring is coming out the day before an important day for me? It's about to, to dock someone, but um, I don't think that docks me and someone else. It, 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 people will put it together. That's the problem. But anyways, it'd be a great birthday present. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that my mom played Elden Ring. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good save. Good save. I mean, that also, actually, Dave, actually Dave's is mom her birthday. And I have the same birthday. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, no, I, I, I think it'll be good. I haven't asked for time off yet for work, but I probably should. I... I'm going to not plan to take off time for work. I just will not be as productive. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I suppose that's fair as well. Lunch break? I mean, a three-hour lunch? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's going to be like the the hard thing when... Like, I have so much anticipation for more FromSoft content, and I've seen Mm -hmm. enough from the network test to, like, be titillated by it, that as I'm exploring and checking out things... It's going to be hard for me to be like, all right, time to go to bed or something. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm just fucking beat. These are the nice titles, though. Like, really, we are jaded old men when it comes to video games. And periodically something comes up where it's like, I really want to play that, though. Like, and it's nice that that still exists. That's 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 the connection back to uh, nostalgia that I think people who play and enjoy Pokemon games get. That being said, Elden Ring is obviously a better game than Pokemon, so like it's not really a comparison. We appreciate it because it's better, not because it's front soft. So. But it would be cool if you could capture Hollows and have them fight against each other. Just <laughs> right. <laughs> or I was literally playing the mod recently, the Convergence mod, and was talking about my Pokemon build. So yeah, maybe it all comes <laughs> so together in the end. Um, yeah, I mean, Elden Ring is the game of this list. It's the presumed contender for game of the year for me at least if something changes my mind on that it will be a dark day Mm -hmm. but speaking of a bright and shiny day uh tunic finally comes out march 16th i've been literally talking about this game for three years i'm like they had this one trailer it looks so cute i'm waiting to see where it goes and then we didn't hear anything for a very long time but it's going to be for anybody who's not aware uh an isometric, stylized, kind of like low poly. Like if you remember, what was the Link one that they did a little bit ago? Uh, Cadence of Hyrule. No, like uh, Windfish. Oh, um, crap! Legend uh, Awakening, something. Link's Awakening. Yeah. So it's yeah. like a remake of I think the second Link's Zelda Awakening. game. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> by the same name. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just really cute and fun. Yeah. Um, and it looks to be in a similar vein to that. Mm-hmm. So I'm much looking forward to that. It does look really good. It's also, actually been four years. God damn. Yeah. This is why I never remember our anniversary. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is apparently a ga- um, PC gaming show uh, for e- E3 uh, 2017. And it was renamed. It used to be called Secret Legend. Huh. Trivia. Not so secret now. Yeah. But long time coming. Hopefully it will be worth the wait. Um, it did look good when we, we looked at it many years past. Um, and I mean, it's it's nice when games have the time to complete and not be like rushed out the door. Yes, this is another cyberpunk reference, <laughs> but like uh it it looks in it looks good it looks good i don't have reason to doubt it um so solid speaking of doubt kirby and the forgotten land comes out to switch uh march 25th how does doubt relate (laughs) so kind of similar to how i've been old men judging uh pokemon legends Mm -hmm. arceus um (laughs) right right this to me, it feels too much like a genre shift, but I feel like mm-hmm. it's not going to be super fleshed out. Um, because this is a more open world Kirby, whereas before we've only really had 
a 3D modeled 2D game of Kirby and the Crystal Shards. Right. So it'll be interesting to see like what they do with it, but I'm expecting it to be kind of, I don't know. My, my fear is it's always going to be very generic with an IP. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Um, it's kind of the, the other, the twist side to it though, is that like, it's a Kirby game. Well, like not all Kirby games are amazing, but it True. is a Nintendo first party product. And usually Nintendo doesn't completely drop the ball in those. Um, also, it's made by HAL Laboratory, so obviously, Ooh. if you say anything bad against this game, Sakurai will kill you. Um, so, you got to watch out for that. That's uh, the I, other just, side. I wish the trailers <laughs> were a little more enticing. At this point, they just seem, eh, I don't know. I just really like, I grew up loving Kirby Superstars so, so much. Play with my cousin all the time. And then when Kirby mm-hmm. Air Ride came out, Holy shit. Doing City Trial nonstop. Actually, he left Hell Laboratory in 2003. You're fine. You trash talk the game as much Ooh. as you want. I don't know. I just want it to be a good Poyo. Yeah. The music will be good at the very least. Almost guaranteed you'll be able to just grab the OST and listen to it until Nintendo takes it off the internet. That's true. It always has like a certain upbeat BPM to it that I'm just like vibing constantly. Uh-huh. Kirby Kirby music's great. Imagine being like board. super depressed and like ima- imagine it if you will. Right, yeah. Um, no, try to, try to and put down, yourself in that mindset. Um but yeah, then you just like have that like crazy upbeat thing going on while you're just like lying in bed. Yeah, you can't you, get out. You're trying to brood, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't just, work. It makes me smile in the least, even if I'm having like a shit day. It's like oh, it's still it's still good music. Uh-huh. That's why uh when I subject all of my employees to terrible work conditions i have a boombox playing kirby music and just walk through the office (laughs) (laughs) keep it up keep it up (laughs) i don't have any employees um the other one i added for this month the month of march was tiny tina's wonderlands which i don't know a whole lot about um it's good that gearbox still basically has nothing besides borderlands (laughs) hey Um, from what I've seen, it looks like a Borderlands kind of side story, but it has some more RPG elements mm-hmm. and some stuff obviously around Tiny Tina. Yeah. I mean, I'll have to look into it more. Maybe it, it is another kind of gender, not gender, <laughs> genre is the word I was Ooh. going for. Swap. Gender swap's a different thing entirely. Um, <clears throat> I guess it's going to be on Epic Game Store, so yeah. Um, I really just I don't know why like they only exist in this universe <laughs> like they, they, they're using Borderlands for everything I don't, I don't know. know who's to say if it was on the cheap we could get some people and I had like enough contact I could see it being played on like a Saturday mm-hmm. type thing yeah I guess it's like it's more RPG focused kind of continuing from their D&D um DLC they had for like Borderlands 2, Borderlands 3. I think maybe it was pre-sequel. I don't know. Um, but who's to say? I'm not super hyped for it. Much like April. And then we have May, <laughs> which has uh, uh, Sons of the Forest, which I did finally watch the teaser trailer that you sent me. Fucking finally. <laughs> like uh, two months afterwards or something like that. So what did you glean from that? What were your initial reactions? Looks a lot like the forest. All right. Good talk. Uh... <laughs> no, it's uh, the graphics. The graphics looked a little bit better, but I mean, the graphics were already good in the forest. I don't feel like I don't really care if they're any better. I'm caring more for like gameplay. Um. So honestly, my money for Dying Light 2 and Sons of the Forest, I think it's going to be like the newer version of it. Like yeah. they will definitely build upon it, but I'm expecting it to be roughly the same gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, though, as I said, Dying Light had like a very AAA generic as fuck story. Uh, the Forest had an interesting enough hook for a story for me. Once you got into like the late game, they start revealing stuff. So yeah. I'm curious where Sons of the Forest goes with that still. Um, 
but also I'm, watching, I, I'm not crazy about like getting this at like day one at full yeah. price i mean i'm still gonna get it it's on my list but yeah it does look good i was actually i'm re-watching the trailer now and it actually looks a lot better than i remember um no the graphics were like really nice even the, the teaser mm-hmm. where i think they just had something that was kind of homunculaic yeah yeah the um the animations actually stand out as a lot less janky at least in this tailored tra- trailer oh yeah than the forest which is which is kind of a good sign um because the the first game did have like some system issues what i'm really hoping for is they take some of the initiative that they put forward when they made the first game and they literally just improve on it like if it is an improvement an expansion of items and utility and survival aspects like they had such a good base from the first game i feel that um it doesn't have to reinvent the wheel for me it's just got to be better you know? yeah also i wanted to have a bit more in the way of tech trees so we can get ian to play it for more than uh-huh. five minutes um yeah, but I did enjoy fair. the base building part of it. I did enjoy the combat. I did enjoy the exploration. So mm-hmm. just hope it's more good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, although it seems weird to have like a survival game here um, be one of the more interesting titles, I think. So far, I mean, like it's it's honestly up there. Got like Elden Ring, obviously. Horizon, I'm excited for, but potentially would delay literally a year for like a PC release. A lot of these are kind of off of existing things that we know Mm -hmm. and, and like, and trust. So it makes sense. Yeah. So it's actually up there a little bit, which is surprising to me. I didn't realize that until I thought about it just now, but this is Jake's awakening. He's a big sons of the forest. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's streaming at day one. Probably not. June, July, August, and then August, there's um, Saints Row, which is, I guess, just a remake they're working on from the first Saints Row. This is good because a little bit of trivia for behind the curtain of the podcast, Dave and I attempted to play Saints Row 4 to prepare for an episode on Saints Row 4. And as you may notice, there is no episode on Saints Row 4. The game hecka crashed and we could not get it working together. Like multiple times. Um, Yeah. So we just pulled the plug on that. So hopefully if they literally remake the entire series, (laughs) we'll be able to play Saints Row 4 (laughs) when it comes out. We'll do that and then Tony Hawk. Yeah. But yeah, from what little I played of it, it seems fun. Like, I don't know, like... The writing in it was actually good. Mm-hmm. I was entertained. I was along for the ride. It was really unfortunate that we couldn't run it because, like, the way I've described this series is like Grand Theft Auto if it was fun. Yeah, and that's that's basically like what they go for. Anytime that there's a question where it's like, "Hey, you could pick this boring thing, and we could put it in the game, and it would be plausible and make sense," or you just go like balls to the wall ridiculous. Um, Saints Row always goes ridiculous. Yeah. The interesting thing here, though, is like I played the earlier Saints Row games um, a long time ago, and they are real much long time ago. Feel long time ago, and uh, they do, they are not nearly as crazy as like Saints Row three or four. They're much more GTA like gang warfare, and you it, don't have it was super a GTA powers. clone initially until it found its identity. Yeah, pretty much. So the fact that they're remaking the first game makes me like, I'm not actually sure. I'm not sure why they're remaking the one before the series really found its identity, but I guess we'll see in August how it does. Should it release then? Maybe they'll take some creative liberties with some of things you could do in it or the writing. I don't know. I hope so. Um, Also like co-op didn't come in until like game three in the series so if they do like add multiplayer and things like that to the earlier saints row titles i think that could add some longevity to it help it out a little bit i want to jump let's go ahead (laughs) i want to jump here to some of the tba sure because 99 percent of the list was tba it's Mm -hmm. there is something in 2022 we just don't have a hard date for it yet 
Uh, so some of the ones that I'm just interested in as far as seeing how they do or possibly playing. Mm-hmm. Bayonetta 3. Bayonetta has just always been a cool-looking game. Oh, yeah. Um, though I've never really played more than some of Bayonetta 1 before the game's like, you're done. Mm-hmm. Cult of I'll the be honest. I was like... So I played Bayonetta, the yeah. character in Super Smash Bros. But I never even completed the first Bayonetta. I have it on Steam. I played it a little bit, then I stopped. I didn't know there was a Bayonetta two yeah. <laughs> until Bayonetta three was announced. Well, I think it was like and exclusively on uh, the Wii. The Wii, I think. Yeah, so it was on the Wii, and then it got released for the Switch in two thousand eight. Okay, so there's a four year gap. Um, but yeah. Uh, four years is exclusivity you know it's just because they started releasing everything for the switch which i don't really blame them um probably a good call actually but is that uh, an interest for you as yeah, well i mean it could be good i mean i'm i'm a fan of like the dmc like games and bayonetta's like that so i might very well check reviews and, and pick it up um the first game actually like did it has aged like a fair amount oh well, yeah um, and so something to work around that with a lot of effort put into it. I think it could be cool. I'm, I'm sure that Bayonetta 2, although I did not play it, probably improved a lot from Bayonetta 1. Mm. So I assume I Bayonetta so. 3 will be modern. Right. It looks like it got really good reviews, Bayonetta 2 did, so I'm sure that they'll they'll keep it going. And it's it's freaking Platinum Games, right? Like... I love those. When's guys. the last time they fucked up combat? All right, next. <laughs> <laughs> Platinum games. Platinum games. So, Cult of the Lamb. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was kind of interested. I think it's Devolver Digital published, yeah. as most things are. Uh, the trailer <laughs> looked interesting. Uh, something about uh, having and managing a cult, but yes. it seemed very cute and interesting. So you want to be a cult leader. Yeah. I'm just curious. <laughs> what, what was your question? Uh, <laughs> I don't know too, too much about it at this point. It just looked interesting. So definitely want to follow up on that. It's like cute horror is it's like Eldritch cute. Yes. Is the type of game that it is. Um, the trailer is both disturbing and immediately engrossing. Um, and it's freaking devolver. So like, they release weird stuff, but it's usually good. Yeah, they find like a nice little niche for things. Like, hey, that's a cool idea. And then they run mm. with it. Yeah. Ghostwire Tokyo is another one that seems interesting from what short clips I've seen on it. Mm-hmm. Like you're hunting ghosts in Tokyo. It looks very future wave. Um, I don't yeah, know I too think- much about the gameplay at this point. But yeah, I remember we saw the trailer for this one. Like we were watching um, the PlayStation showcase and people expressed some interest in it, but it was kind of like a opening interest, right? Like, I don't really know where this is going. We don't really know that much about the game. Um, so I guess we'll see. They've apparently released more trailers since the last time I looked at it, but at the very least, it's compelling interesting setting which is more than a lot of the other games i haven't put on the list that were just tbx i'm like i don't know what this is <laughs> so possibly yeah. we might have overlooked some smaller stuff that could be good but just aren't aware of it yet uh, is there anything else on the tba list that you're balls to the wall about or just leaning uh, towards I, I don't actually know what any of these games are <laughs> I so, am going to slap you because that was a setup. That so, was a setup. Was that for Little Devil Inside? Well, that is one of them. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm looking at the list, so I'm actively cheating. But like, so these are the three games. <laughs> Tell me which of these I was supposed to know about. Little Devil Inside. Yes. I am Jesus Christ. Nope. <laughs> Steel Rising. Yes. Okay. Is Steel Rising a mech game or a Steel game? Rising is the Dark Pinocchio Dark Souls is what it's being. Colloquially called. I applaud you for trying to say that word. Colloquially <laughs> is a trap. It's something to do with Coca Cola and Yuli. Mm-hmm. Eulogy for Coca Cola. 
So I remember people were talking about this clockwork dark dark souls or whatever it is and like the trailer looks good but i guess i don't know anything about it that's really all we know at this point because i think it was part of the game awards trailers that we saw it Mm. um but it just it falls under ghostwire tokyo of like interest peaked yeah and then little devil inside has had at least two trailers or two or three videos about it um, that's kind of like a Monster Hunter esque, very loose on the Monster Hunter part, but mm-hmm. the way it was styled looked very. I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. I'm, I'm bad at describing art styles, um, but it's a lot more minimalistic. Um, I'd say to a degree low poly, but right. It just looked really fun and stylized. Yeah. I mean, landing uh, landing a style, landing a graphical direction is incredibly important for the game. Like, if Did you click and go to the website? I tried to find it on Steam, and apparently there is no... Oh, if you click the link Steam, in the doc. It's not on Steam. It's probably Epic, which is what that likely means. Yeah, this reminds me a lot of, like, Lego. Yeah, it has a very... Uh, toyish polished vibe to it mm-hmm. i'm gonna watch another video after the podcast um <laughs> we should just we should just record two us, minutes us of silence watch it, finally then, watch it. then come back and look at it now i mean i do look i do like the style it's definitely um cartoony i feel like i have to go back style. and listen to an episode because i feel like we definitely talked about it on here at some point it's entirely possible i forget most things also, I can't believe you just glossed over I am Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is this so this isn't even just the title. This is literally a Steam link to the page. And this is the only game that Dave put a Steam link for. He didn't put a Steam link for Elden Ring so I could pre-order it. But you Apparently can add I am it. Jesus Christ to your wish list. It is literally a simulator of playing as Jesus Christ, presumably through like the story of Jesus Christ from the Bible, <laughs> performing <laughs> miracles and others. I'm going to read the description at this point. Uh-huh. Walk in the footsteps of Jesus in this incredibly first person retelling of the story of Christ from birth to resurrection. The baby years are going to be shit. I'll say it. Mm. Um, performing amazing miracles, interact with a cast of biblical figures, and travel around the Holy Land from Jerusalem to Gal- to the Galilee? It's to Galilee, mm. dude. Become <laughs> the Messiah in I Am Jesus Christ in yeah. what some are calling sacrilegious. <laughs> <laughs> but I was yeah, just scrolling no. through things and I saw I Am Jesus Christ. I'm like, I, we gotta click it. I mean, like, so... Are these games, are these other games from the same developer? Yeah, they've made such notable games as Moon Farming, Prologue, Jungle House, and Jungle House Prologue. I I have no idea what this is. Although I will say, like, some of the GIFs here look absolutely ridiculous. Like, this is the way they're marketing this. Um, follow his path. Over 30 miracles. <laughs> save lives and souls. And in three days, dot, dot, dot. And there's the sign of, um, there's there's the stone rolling <laughs> to the side. It's like, also, there's a meter. There's a meter in this game. I'm going to. Which, like, it's on the side. It's got a heart on it. It looks like it fills up. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any way that you can add an actual gameplay mechanic with a resource to a game where you're Jesus without, like, committing blasphemy. You're like, oh, yeah, in this situation, Jesus has the power to resolve this because he has mana. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> I mean, to be fair, mana is what he gave to everybody who came that's, to the Sermon on the true. Mount. But, um, man, fed, I gotta, I gotta the, work on these. It fed these, the like... Israelites. It fed the Israelites in those 40 years in the, in the desert. Oh, squints on Lord. But um, I'm clicking through some of the trailers on Steam. Because like you know how they usually have like a couple and some screenshots. On the third one, towards the end, not gonna lie, POV, you're crucified, <laughs> um, and you're looking at other people who are on the other crucifixes next to you. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> this description is still, it's still crazy. One of the key features is receive the power of the Holy Spirit and increase its power through prayer. <laughs> like, a spirit bomb, if you will. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Interact with over 60 characters, including, including Christ's disciples. Recreate essential events, including the Last Supper. So if you're recreating these events, does this mean that these are non-deterministic events? Can you play out a story that in a way that didn't happen in the Bible? Because again, we're back to heresy. <laughs> right? You can role play as Judas, who instead he just went to the fridge to get more snacks. <laughs> uh-huh. And then sell just imagine, Jesus out. I'm, I'm imagining at the time where um like uh Jesus goes with the Romans after he's betrayed by Judas. Mm-hmm for the silver um and it's just like there's a a decision pop up there's like a quick time event where it's just like go with the romans or book it (laughs) okay book it (laughs) we'll see how this plays out high speed chase oh my gosh but you were only praying so you didn't build up your jesus stamina oh no yeah this um this is probably not good for anybody. No, it just it looks silly. Uh, check it out on Steam if you just want to have a giggle. Um, just watch a trailer or two, and you'd be like, "What?" <laughs> but that's really why it's on the list. It just it caught my eye. You can uh, you can request access to the play test too. So if uh, if you were hyped for that Elden Ring network test, you want to get in on the ground floor. You can join the <laughs> I'm Jesus Christ playtest. Jake, we can get this podcast off the ground. <laughs> oh my gosh. Partial controller support. Anyways, I digress. That whole game digresses. Um, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Was there anything else in the list that you want to chat about? Yep, I want to throw two more in there. Okay. Um, November, Starfield comes out. Or is it announced to come out? And usually Bethesda as developer actually does hit their ship dates because they don't really care about the quality when they push it. There it is. Um, So I am curious about this one. This is like, I think this is the first actual first party developed Bethesda game that will have come out since they were acquired by Microsoft. Hmm. Um, Like Bethesda's published things like they've published, they've been publishing doom like it's games, but um, this is, you know, potentially this could be one where they pulled in some other resources, maybe, you know, and, and be good. Um, there was um, uh, Todd Howard did an AMA where he talked a little bit about it and he said, it's going to support modding and all the things the community kind of expects from their game. So, I mean, I don't hate it. I like space games in general. Right, right. I, that's like, that's super broad. That's ripe for exploitation by people who make space games, but like nobody does. Um, so that money just stays in my pocket most of the time. Um, you have and... money in your pocket? <laughs> not as much. Not really anymore. Um, I found some change in a drawer recently and I was like, this is useless. <laughs> <laughs> I just put it in a cup that already had change in it. And I was like, there you go. That's where you belong. <laughs> um But I mean, like, I like their RPG aspects. I still do like Bethesda's storytelling when they hit it. They can. They've proven they can in the past. It's just their accuracy may be below 50%. Um, So I don't know. I'm willing to give this one a fair shake. And it comes late enough in the year that, I mean, February, Elden Ring comes out. November, Starfield comes out. That's a pretty good spread, you know? Like, that's a lot of time to play Elden Ring. So there's a chance I might take a break from it. To play Starfield, <laughs> Dave's just shaking his head. <laughs> no, that's you're like, hey, I'm on my third build. Cool. Um, <laughs> the three builds in like how many months is this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine months in between. That's that's at least I'm really nine bad times at four playthroughs. <laughs> yeah, 30, 36 <laughs> playthroughs. <laughs> um. And then uh, December, uh, the other one I had highlighted was Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, which is interesting because there actually was a Stalker, a Stalker Clear Skies, and a Stalker Call of Pripyat. So how does Stalker 2 happen? 
I don't know. Because the previous three were all separate games. <laughs> they weren't expansions. They were separate games. I, I have not touched any of the Stalker series. So That's fair. I can't really speak to it. I assume it's like a barren wasteland type of situation. Yeah, it's 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 a fantasy, it's a sci-fi game, dark sci-fi where um, Chernobyl's explosion um, caused a bunch of wacky things to happen, like reality distorting artifacts to appear, and a bunch of it's happening in the background. There's a whole plot line and lore and all this stuff. It's based off a book. Um, and it's it's cool. It's a good. It's a, one of the early survival games, actually. Like it came out well before all of that really took off. Um, but you have to basically play with community patches, or the game is unplayable. So could be good. We'll see. Well, I hope they continue the franchise in a good way. Then, yeah, yeah. This is definitely just like a hmm, interesting. Like you'll you'll pick up the paper on the day that this game comes out to see how it did more than by the game the day of you know sometimes you just gotta like let back and see how it all plays out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that sounds like it's a prompt for something but i have no idea how to follow up uh unrelated but uh amori is going to come out on switch at some point this year if you didn't listen to our episode on it uh just buy it on switch <laughs> yeah <out>. don't <laughs> <laughs> then don't yeah <laughs> i mean yeah if you haven't listened to our episode and haven't played the game do neither of those things just buy it on switch and then play the game <laughs> it is cool though that like more like it's a fairly simple rpg like i could mm-hmm. play it with just wazd and a space bar yeah like it's not crazy input so if you do stuff like that and translate it to switch you can really do it as handheld or even just have like a shitty joy con and still yeah. get the full game experience yeah, this is one of the few games where Joy-Con is really no problem whatsoever, other than general hand feel. Um, but yeah, again, another salute. <laughs> I think on PC controls, it literally used like Z and X because it was a game maker game and it had like oh, the default. I, I assumed you did and cancel Undertale for that reason. Yeah, Z, X, and C. But I mean, mm-hmm. probably same thing. Yeah, but I, I played with the controller, so. Uh, yeah, but otherwise, I mean, looking a little bit sparse, there's definitely like six months in the middle there where almost nothing comes out. Um, we'll probably, I mean, usually what that means is that the indie scene is going to be popping off and they just didn't have titles that were going to show up (laughs) on one of these websites, game lists, right? So it's not to say nothing's going to come out this year, but we'll probably have to look for it. There's again, still like 300 games on that list. Mm -hmm. So... I don't think they're all going to be good, per se. There are a lot of them probably not for me. Mm-hmm. But as things kind of come up, I'm sure we'll mention them along the way. Yeah. It's also supposed to be an official release sometime this year. Maybe we'll see because it's early access for Grounded, which we played a little bit beforehand. So maybe we'll do an evaluation on that if it comes out. Yeah, with uh, all spiders turned off. Yeah, <laughs> which I'm being attacked by invisible spiders. <laughs> if you could also turn off the ants, then the game will get very easy, <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> Hashtag no bugs, not a bug's life. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, that's all I've got for games. Do you have any parting words of wisdom or things in particular you're looking forward to this year? I was going to do a na- the old NASA's <laughs> quote of like, the cycle of life and death continues. I will live and you will die. <laughs> um, this too shall pass. Yeah, nothing crazy planned yet for 2022. I have to like check my uh, system clock. Make yeah. sure I'm seeing the right year. Um, that sounds roughly right. I don't know. Uh, life's still been like a haze um, mm. with pandemic and not really lockdown, but like still effectively not going out and doing a whole lot yeah Um, it's changed everything yeah so we'd like that to change back at some point Um, (laughs) but at this point it's just play things a little bit safe um and see where it goes yeah yeah hopefully things clear up we can uh things will be a little bit better we can have more in-person events and uh hang out sometime that'll be that'll be new year's resolution sometime I, I have you on record saying you want to hang out with people. 
Sometime. <laughs> oh, okay, sometime. TBA. <laughs> yeah. Like many of the games here. Baldur's Gate 3. Dark Alliance. All this stuff. Another Final Fantasy. Never freaking ends. That's coming out for iOS. That's a phone game. I don't care. Nobody cares. But if you care about games that we may not have covered this week and the Soapstone Podcast by Dave and Jake, um, you could send those ideas into us at soapstonepodcast at gmail.com or you could potentially, as an alternative, join the discussion on Facebook at facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast. And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Later, nerds.